I almost said, what's up, Skate Mansfield? Go me. Nice. <laughs> Ahoy hoy, dummies. That sounds right. We're doing that. Uh, we're here to give you some ads for this episode. We want you to first, you need to check out Hannah Price uh, with Magical Vacation Planners. Do you have a vacation coming up? And do you want to go to see Disney? The best way to do that is have somebody plan it for you because there's a lot to do. And guess what? That's free to you. You don't have to pay her anything. All travel planners get paid by the resort. And actually, when you go to those resorts, you pay that fee whether you had a planner do that for you or not. So why not have somebody plan it for you properly? So make sure you check out uh, my wife, Hannah Price. My wife. Uh, my wife. Over uh, on Facebook is the best way to get a hold of her. You can look up uh, Magical <laughs> this, this part's hard. Magical Vacation Planner by Hannah Price. Uh, and uh, send her a message over on Facebook for a free quote for anything you want to do, anywhere you want to go. Uh, usually there's some all-inclusives uh, in included in that. And uh, all anything Disney. So hit her up. Next I want to talk about a good friend of the program, Nate Collins. Nate Collins is a Collins. Lo <laughs> local car salesman here at Spitzer Motors in Mansfield, Ohio. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah! <laughs> Indeed. He's an experienced car salesman uh, and just a genuinely good dude who's going to treat you right. Um, no matter, you know, if, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's something that's like maybe not even going to like help him like personally. He'll be like, yeah, that, maybe I won't guarantee that. Maybe I won't offer, or not offer, but um, recommend this to you. So you can kind of trust that he's got your best interest in, uh, to, in mind. Um, and you can, get him, you can trust him to get a great deal on a car. But to sweeten the deal, not just is he Make you know, a, great, a great dude. Sweeten it up. He's going to give you free car washes for the life of the vehicle, should oh. you purchase one. Um, and then that's, you know, that's an offer you can't just get. Um, well, I and never also, asked him, so that means like you know, anytime you go back to Spitzer or you're driving by Spitzer, you could just pull in and be like, yeah. "Wash my car." Yeah, just wash your car. That's yeah. That's, no, they got nothing better to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, man, we've been waiting all day. Get in here. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, also if you recommend a friend uh, or you know somebody that's not a friend, and they end up purchasing a car through them, you're gonna get a hundred dollars, a Benji, a Benji. <laughs> Just for opening your mouth President and Benji. recommending <laughs> Nate Collins, my boy. Tim's boy. So, yeah, if, uh, you know, you're looking for a new car, and we all are, you know, sure. we're, we all, we're all looking, even though we, you know, Mine may not have the means like, right now, you know? Yeah. But I'm just like, you know what? kind of want a new car. So, if you do, Always. get a hold of Nate Collins. How do you do at that? 419-961-4581. Give him a text. Yes. And he'll hook you up. Sure will. Lastly, we got a shout out, uh, Jarek Schaefer. Woo! He, yeah, we love Jarek over here. He's done a lot, a lot of art for the podcast. And he didn't, or he did that. Oh, my bad. But thank you, Tim. <laughs> the stuff that Jarek did will be on the wall behind us. <laughs> he soon. did the dummy dungeon one. <laughs> yes, he did. The dummy dungeon one. We were going to get that. And he did the Skate Mansfield one. And he uh, took some of uh, Carson Beck's art and digitized it for us. So we got tons of stuff. But if you want him to do any sort of art for you, he's available for commissions in either digital art or for inking and painting. You can reach out to him at schaefer.jerick82 at gmail.com. All of this stuff will be in the episode description. Uh, you can check out his art on his in Instagram at DJ underscore artsy, A-R-T-S-Y underscore shafe, S-H-A-F. He also streams his artwork on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash DJ Shady Shave. It's hard to say. Please <laughs> go and subscribe and follow him. If you're on Twitch watching us right now on Twitch, go on over, look him up, give him a follow so he gets some love. But from there, I think we're going to go into the episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs>
escape mats here. Not used to the Twitch being... Ahoy, hoy, dummies, and welcome to the Teach a Dummy podcast. Actually, I should be doing... Ahoy, hoy, dummies, and welcome to the Teach a Dummy podcast. (laughs) I'm BJ Price, joined as always by my good buddy... Tim Metcalf. Yo. And we're What it is. (laughs) We are Sans, Gavin again. It sounded, from the text, it sounded like he was going to be here. Yeah, he said run it. Which I thought, which I, I think in Gen Z speak, uh, help us out here, Carson. I think that means he's going to be here, right? <laughs> we think. Oh, but uh, yeah. So no Gavin today, uh, but I got Tim with me. We are live on Twitch. If you guys want to watch us live on Twitch or check the video out, uh, you can go over to the Patreon as well because we'll we'll run the uh, video over on the Patreon. Uh, he said basically oh. continue on. Okay. Oh, I, so maybe so, I'm dumb. Oh. He may or may not. That's sure. what that means. <laughs> uh, okay. Man, we're old. Like run it regardless. Got you. Okay. Well, but I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I. Okay. Well, thanks. Gen Z speak. Woo! Let's go. We're learning. See, we're already learning. We learning, and by by there that with that, I'm transitioning well. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. We're gonna learn. So- oh, I'm hitting the button. Oh, it's time to learn something. Like everybody says, like dumb, I'm smart, and I want respect. So, Tim, I have to ask you a question. Okay. Do do you remember or know what the Iran Contra affair was? <laughs> uh, I've seen Argo. Is that? I think that had something to do with okay, it. Okay. Yeah. So that was <laughs> that was like the Iran part. Okay. I think because that was was that when the assembly got stormed. Yes. Okay. And then, like, they were yeah. held hostage or something, or, mm-hmm. and they created a fake Rover movie to here. get through customs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so. about all I know. I mean, that's about, it, you can tell me, and then I would probably remember it. But okay. Like, yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach everybody a little something, because what brought this on was, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Dollop podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, mm-hmm. it's, they're two comedians, very funny but they do American history. They actually have a side podcast that they did like a, a short run of 10 episodes where they did uh, English history. They also do Australian history, but excuse me, they go through a bunch of stuff. I was listening to their 500th episode, which was a two-parter about Ronald Reagan. And um, they had such Pat- a weird topic to choose for your 500th episode. It was so big, but they had Pat <laughs> Oswald on for it. Oh, okay. So it was really oh, I'm definitely, good. Well, I'm definitely listening that to one's, this then. And that one's really good. So I was, I was listening to that walking around the house, and there, some of the stuff through the Iran Contra, they, they were talking about some of the craziness, like towards the end of it, when when he kind of got busted and reporters were hounding him, they just kept putting him in front of increasingly louder stuff <laughs> for them to talk. <laughs> like they would be like, okay, well, turn the chopper on and then put him in front of that. And if they want to ask questions, he can just say he can't hear I can't you. Hear you. <laughs> yeah. And he, they did that with some other stuff. So I was kind of... There was some other stuff going on, but uh, that they were talking about, and I was giggling. Hannah asked me, and she's like, "I'm like, I'm like, well, it's kind of this crazy stuff that that um, uh, Ronald Reagan did, but it was during the Iran Contra affair." And she's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "You don't wait. You wait, don't what? Know? Ronald Reagan did crazy stuff?" <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, you you don't know anything about Iran Contra?" She's like, "Nope." I'm like, "Oliver North." She's like, "No." I'm like, "Fawn Hall." She's like, "No, no, why?" Okay, just fast forward then. That night we were finishing, we were finishing up uh, Only Murders in the Building, and I swear to you, I hadn't seen it before. We hadn't watched it. This was the new episode. There's a joke about Ronald Reagan in there, isn't it? In There's there? a joke about around around Contra, oh. <laughs> where they're in the they're in the stairwell, and Martin Short makes the joke about. He said something about. He said something like, "Is what is this Iran Contra or something?" <laughs> and then Steve Martin is like, "Don't challenge my knowledge about it, Iran Contra." He's like, and they start spouting off the people. They're like Oliver North, and then and he's like, "You know, you can't forget." And they're like, they both say Fawn Hall, and I'm like, Hannah, I swear, <laughs> I had I not no seen this idea. episode before. <laughs> I was just listening to this episode of a podcast. I had no idea, so it was just kind of bonkers. <laughs> so I I did some more. Dip- Maybe they saw the episode. Oh. Who where dollop? Maybe they saw the episode and were like, "Hey, we should." No, no, the doll, the oh. five hundred episode of the dollop. This was like in twenty twenty. Oh, okay, never mind. So they're, they're up to like six hundred episodes. Oh, my now. bad. They've got quite a few, but I, I listen to all of them as much. I'm, I'm trying to get through all of them. They're all really good. 
Um, but so uh, I just wanted to quickly go through. I'm going to give you a very dumb, dumb education. Uh, was it perhaps the anniversary? I'm not sure of dates of it. I know the years. So I think it started in 1982. So I guess it would be an anniversary. Yeah. Um, but so here we go. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the dumb, dumb basics of this. Everybody get ready to learn. Uh, so Ronald Reagan hated communism. So he comes into office. You know, he's a governor sure before. He, he was a governor before and he was an actor before that. But um, in that time that he was an actor, it was uh, in his early years, he absolutely abhorred communism then uh, through all that. And then once he got into office, he he actually felt that communism and capitalism could not exist at the same time. Uh, there's there's a joke about a Sith in there somewhere about one can't survive while the <laughs> others or one. There's always an apprentice and something. I don't know. But communism and capitalism he felt just could not coexist right so um he it was actually his platform uh that that when he ran uh that he will aid anybody in conflict with uh uh any sort of communist nation or anything he we will provide aid Mm -hmm. that was part of it uh so enter nicaragua so nicaragua nicaragua Uh, Ronald Reagan hated that was a communist, like, it's not a communist nation. There was like a communist party that was running um, Nicaragua, the Sandinistas. But it actually... Did they did they take over, like, Titicaca? <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they basically were... The, they rose to power kind of because of our occupation of the area in 1912 to 1943 and they hated us and we did some terrible things down there of course and uh and that was <laughs> as like, we are known to do it was called the banana wars nice yeah uh it, we are uh, good at naming things i will give us that <laughs> oh absolutely uh, so uh the so the sandinistas are running stuff down there and the rebels who were there at the time were the contras okay so Reagan wants to give aid to the Contras. So he's taking, you know, government dollars and everything that he can get from Congress, which was mostly Republican at that time while he was in office uh, during his first term, was a Republican Congress. Um, so he got the OK to send aid to the Contras. So he's sending them money so that they could buy guns to, you know, arm themselves against the Sandinistas. Uh, uh, da, da, da. Sorry, I, I got lost in my notes there. Okay, so uh, the rebels were fighting the Sandinistas in Nicaragua. Reagan was going to help them at that time. Congress, okay, I did that. Uh, but in 1982, the House flipped uh, to Democrat, at, and that combined with a Newsweek article that came out at the time, it uh, it kind of dictated that we were giving money to the Contras, which were, okay, so they were... They were anti-Sandinista, but they weren't really pro-America. Um, and they were also not doing good things. The, they were, you know, grabbing children and cutting their heads off and doing terrible things as well. But That's relative. <laughs> right. Uh, so they, uh, yeah, we are learning stuff. Woo. Um, but so, okay, so uh, once it flips, right, uh, Congress passes the Bolin Amendment, uh, which stated that Reagan specifically could not send money because that all of the press that was around it. Yeah. They specifically said you cannot send aid uh, through the, or use the CIA uh, or government funds to support the Contras as they fight the Sandinistas, right? So nothing changed, and the CIA kept helping uh, until one specific, <laughs> one specific incident happened. So... What they found like these little loopholes in the Bolin Amendment, so they would like give, they would like give arms and stuff to somebody else, and then they would give it to the Contras, and so they would still have it. Oh yeah, so but it's just like yeah, it gets finding worse. loopholes and stuff. Yeah. It gets so much worse. So <laughs> they, they should just let them do it because like they're gonna find a way anyway. Right. So <laughs> the Contras were very inept in doing a lot. 
So this it was it was very much the CIA's like get out of the way we'll just do it. So what they did to kind of deter the Sandinistas and keep stuff out of the harbor in their shipping harbor there, uh, what they did was they put these these mines in the water and they they explode and they they create this big splash of water and and everything. But they like for bigger tr- ships and stuff it wouldn't like harm them mm-hmm. you know it would you would feel the rock of the boats but it wouldn't sink them or anything what ended up happening was it was sinking some ships but it was sinking tons of small fishing vessels yep and yep saw that one coming and other boats that were using the canal from the netherlands from other parts of south america and other allies and i think that's when the wall street journal yeah so the Wall Street Journal gets a hold of that information and goes to Congress, and they're like, "Hey, Congress, remember when you told them not <laughs> to do this?" Yeah, they're doing it. Yeah, this is here's what's happening, and it looks it's going super down. suspicious. Like this kind of looks exactly like what you said not to do. <laughs> hey, don't do that. <laughs> so Congress gets understandably angry, and uh, they passed two more amendments uh, that kind of cover up those loopholes that he had found. Right. Mm -hmm. So that he couldn't do anything. And here's the thing is Reagan is pretending to be on board because he has. I mean, if if it's an amendment that goes through the House, he's got to sign it. Yeah. So he signs all of these amendments. So now he's got these things that are hindering him that he's playing both sides. And so here we go. This is where it gets fun. So Reagan finds some other ways just to do it without Congress knowing. We're getting into the into the treason territory here, so um, watch what you say. We're in Ohio. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, <laughs> this, is, this is just history. I mean, and again, I you know the the best way to do this. There's this, there's um, a good podcast that I listen to occasionally as well. It's called Stuff You Need to Know. Hmm. Uh, it's interesting. It's it's kind of it's it's given to you in like little bites of knowledge. I think it's really good. I use that for a reference to get some of this stuff back. And this then is the a red state. <laughs> <laughs> the the Ronald Reagan episode of the dollop and the um, um, Colin Powell episode of the dollop go super deep into this and they, they they give you all the names and dates and all that stuff and you can obviously do some research and look it up yourself um, but so uh, finding myself in my notes so okay so uh, all while that's happening he's got uh, here comes like Oliver North okay. So you, you recognize that name? Uh, it sounds familiar. So Oliver North, um, ex-Marine, you know, retired Marine, excuse me, not ex-Marine. I'm an idiot. Sounds but, like a movie character, though. Yes, he does. And he does, all, I mean, all of the stuff that happens during this sounds like <laughs> this was a movie. I don't know how it's not a movie yet. But Oliver North comes in, they basically get, uh, yeah, treason is treason. Thank it's very thank true. You, Aaron. Thank you. Aaron. But uh, so they basically, what they're doing what Ronald Reagan starts to do is he starts to try and uh, paint a picture in the public eye of the Sandinistas being bad, the Contras being good, very black and white, where he's saying all these, you know, they're, they're doing all these things. And also um, on the side, they have uh, people who are um, campaigning. Basically what happens is they're throwing a bunch of parties and they're saying, hey, you know, you could, should donate some money to this cause and uh, you're, you're, it would look really good for your business. Here's Ronald Reagan. You want a picture with him? <laughs> and they're, they're getting <laughs> money this way. So now they're not uh, giving congressional dollars to the Contras. They're giving the money that the he makes donated. from personal appearances and it's or just, something. Yeah, it's not technically congressional. Yeah. Money, so they're finding ways. And so, um, but also, again, they're they're kind of, inept down there so the cia starts kind of like helping and controlling and what they're doing and trying to incite a coup basically um so the the two names that are coming up that you'll need to remember are uh, um oliver north and john poindexter uh, it, uh so there's a lot of other stuff in between and there's a lot of there's a quite a few other people but anyway so so congress has uh shut off the money that uh at the time, that is, uh, start having the secret fundraisers. I got that part. Uh, so this works uh, in in other countries. Flush uh, in the countries flush with cash now. That now, 
Contras are getting tons of money. But they don't know what to do with it. They're, they don't know where to buy it from. Yeah. They don't know where to buy the weapons or do anything, so they don't know what they're doing. It's like, hey, we got to train an army. <laughs> oh, man. So here we go. So Oliver North basically goes to a black, mar- black market arms dealer who is this this all gets very convoluted you need to read up on it because it gets kind of convoluted and so he um basically buys the guns flies over and like kicks them out of the back of the plane for them that's kind of the basics of what goes on right Mm. so and and all while they're trying to paint that picture of the sandinistas being bad they also they also got like crates of drugs took them there and photograph the Sandinistas with it so they could come <laughs> so they could bring those pictures back to say, look at all the drugs they have. Oh and my god. Here's the kicker. Then those drugs come to the United States because the US yeah. yep. get the yeah, public on their side. Brings them back. And there's just a lot of nonsense happening throughout all of this. <clears throat> and again, I'm a big dummy. You, there's there's some so much better material for this, but I'm just trying to give cliff notes so you guys can kind of see what's going on. Uh uh, they paint the Sandinistas. They brought in that the drugs. That the part was just when I'm when I'm like reading that I'm like they did what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm sure you're wondering where Iran comes into this, right? Yep. So back in the '80s, early '80s, and everything, uh, when the the Ayatollah Khomeini uh, took over in Iran, that's when a bunch of like kidnappings and stuff were huge, and stuff started happening. So kidnapping's big game now, and that's that's when the uh, the Argo thing happened, yep. where they had to do that. So that's all part of this, right? So, yeah, they took sixty people hostage for over a year, uh, but the but the U.S. has a long-standing tradition of you do not negotiate with terrorists because that just encourages other terrorists to kidnap people, so they can try to get stuff out of it. Again, this gets confusing. So <laughs> here's. Where everything gets kind of weird. So, I think Reagan, Reagan came out and said specifically, "Like we do not negotiate with terrorists and all this." But all the while, they kind of end up negotiating with terrorists. So what they do Just different is different terrorists. So Israel negotiates with terrorists. So kind of very, very broad and blanket of kind of what was happening back then between Israel and Palestine. So they're negotiating with people that negotiate with terrorists. Uh huh. Okay. So <laughs> is. Like Israel, like Palestine would be like, hey, we have five of your guys and we want this stuff. And they'd be like, oh, okay, cool. So then they, then Israel would go like kidnap five Palestinian people. It's like, <laughs> well, we, we can trade five for five then. Or they'd be like, well, we have two. Let's go kidnap three more. And then we have five. So. <laughs> but that was like happening a lot. That's crazy. It's bonkers. Um, so, for, uh, so to do that, they, they, they get over there to do that through, um, uh, Iran and they negotiate. They there was one one person that they got out doing that and everything, and then Reagan decides that it's too messy for. And all of this obviously is you, you got to kind of look it up to be sure because the spoilers at the end of this, like everybody kind of gets away with it. <laughs> so it's and they kind of covered up everything. So it's it's like kind of one of those things. It's like oh you don't have evidence. Well okay. It's okay because it gets crazier. So, what they end up doing is <laughs> spoilers, indeed. Um, they do that one transaction through Israel, right? So they decide that 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 took way too long and it was difficult, and they just go to Oliver North and be like, "Can you just do that? <laughs> Can you just get you know like take them the guns and stuff? Kind of like you know you're doing it so well for the Contras and stuff." Can we just do that in Iran? So Oliver North says yes. Now there's there's another little crazy story in this where he goes into Iran to talk to these people about doing this, where he was given like cyanide capsules to keep it so he if he gets captured, he can kill himself. Mm. And he goes in and is like William B. Good, I think is his uh is his alias when he goes in there, is just Billy Good, <laughs> Billy B. Good. Uh his name but it's, so it's crazy, but but all of that goes well, so he's like, "Yep, cool. We'll start giving you weapons and stuff." And in in exchange, they get they're basically getting money for that now, yeah. which then they send to the Contras. So as everything kind of everything's kind of coming full circle now. So 
at this point in in the story, they are selling guns to Iran, taking that money and giving it to the Contras so they can continue fighting the Sandinistas. <laughs> Bonkers, right? All right, so... And remember, this whole time, all this is going on for roughly four years at this point, I think. And Congress has no idea any of this is going on. So fast forward four years, uh, in the House flips again uh, to back to Democrats. And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, it, it, it flips again back to a Republican. And they're back on board with doing whatever Reagan says. And they give Reagan $100 million to send to the Sandinistas which they don't really need at this point. But so uh, one of the, okay, this, this part, this is so bonkers. So there's a guy who's been doing this for them. He's, they, they, they're paying like these people under the table to fly over here. And all they're supposed to do is kick these crates of guns out the back. Uh, goodbye, Carson. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, <laughs> and so, but all they got to do is kick the guns out the back and stuff. So there was this sharpshooter who ended up shooting the plane down. Okay. It's going down. And basically, like, everybody gets captured. And, but they also have, like, their pass, like their passports from where they're from, flight logs of all the stuff they've been doing and how many passes they've made, how many times they've done this. They basically, and, and the guy who gets, like, captured, he's just like, what do you want to know? He's just, like, he's just spilling the beans on everything. So at that point, like, everything's kind of, out there, and then while that's happening, they're also doing these th th these big parties back in the U.S. and they're having like these soldier. Uh, the specific one they cite is a soldier of fortune party, where uh, basically they get drunk and loose lipped, and they start saying, "You got to hear what we're doing down in Nicaragua," <laughs> and then that leaks to the press. So now that's out of they. I think it was they said within a month of each other, both of these things happened, where both things are now out there. So immediately, Oliver North shuts down everything. They stop doing all of it. And that just sounds like a hustle finding the hitman. Yeah, the snitches. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, so immediately, Oliver North shuts down everything. He's like, we're done. And uh, he's, he's doing, like, he starts, like, burning and shredding everything, every bit of evidence uh, with his secretary, Fawn Hall, which who is credited, basically, as the one who really you know, got rid of all the documents, basically. Okay. <clears throat> so there's no, I mean, th we'll never know the scope of what else they were doing. We just know these few things of what they were up to. Um, it could have been way more, or it could have just been this. We don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so so Oliver North and Fawn Hall, they shut all the documents. the evidence that we have. <laughs> Correct. So from there, just in the aftermath, Oliver North basically takes responsibility for everything. And you got to remember, George H.W. Bush at this time is vice president and would probably be, because he used to be his, uh, the, the, the CIA director yeah. for a time. He's got to know what's going on. Right? Oh, yeah. So he's got to know all of that. So basically, Oliver North takes the, the fall for everything. And the big way they do that is like John Poindexter, basically, he... They fabricate like a phone call of Oliver North saying, hey, we're going to go behind the president's back and do all this without him knowing anything. And that's kind of their that's their main evidence that Ronald Reagan didn't know anything. Yeah, that he was absolved. Yes. So it, it's not even that. So it, it gets better. So Ronald Reagan appoints. Where do I have it? It's, I, I did. I stopped like I, I was. At that point, I was doing speak-to-text while I was trying to remember all this because I was on a scissor lift all day, like, doing stuff, and I'm just using speak-to-text to try and figure out <laughs> what's, what, what uh, all of this. So some of this is very jumbled. Um, yeah, there was no way that Reagan and George H.W. Bush were going to go down for this. And I think Oliver North knew that. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm going to have to take the fall. And so um, and and everybody... Everybody at the time loved Oliver North because they see him as this patriot who was fighting hey, this, the him. communist Sandinistas yeah. and helping the Contras. And, oh, the government, they weren't trying to help because all these, that's how they were painting it this whole time. This whole time, Reagan's doing all these speeches and stuff, you know, condemning drugs and the Sandinistas don't do drugs and just say no. All that stuff's happening. Um, 
they do the phone call. Uh, oh, so that's so that's the point where we get to. That's when the press was all over him, and that's where I was at in that podcast where they're just coming up with these crazy things. Because actually, at this point, this is kind of when Ronald Reagan's losing it too. He starts saying some crazy stuff, <laughs> and it, it's pretty famous that like his like Nancy Reagan, who I feel also had to know all this was going Probably. down. Because she was becoming like the mouthpiece, like she'd stand behind him and like lean over him and whisper and be like, "It's like uh, it was a terrible tragedy." He's like, "It's a terrible tragedy." And like it was, <laughs> it's all pretty bonkers. Um, so Ronald Reagan appoints the Tower Commission to investigate how this happened. He appoints the people in his cabinet who did this <laughs> to find out who did this. <laughs> so it's Matt Damon and The Departed. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta find myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay, so here's here's the main part that the investigation, the, the the whole point of what I feel the investigation was, was they find that there is a possibility that Reagan knew nothing about this. And they that's what the report says. Is there is there is an actual possibility that Reagan knows absolutely nothing about what went on. And that's what they report. That's what happens. Um, so they, um, so yeah, they found that. All right. So basically, what you're finding is they kind of all get off scot free. Um, some of the, the, I think the only sentence that was doled out is like somebody got like six months of probation. And then when uh, Herbert Walker Bush was leaving office, because uh, trials were still going on forever, and mm. some haven't even gone to court yet. Um, on his last night, I think it was on Christmas Eve, uh, the night before, um, H. Or, w. Bush when he over. when he when he leaves office, he issues six pardons, which yep. which at that point had just basically that was that was the final blow that that was the final wash because now nothing else can happen. So that's the kind of the most infamous thing to happen in our government ever, like high treason, as in. Clearly going behind the government's back and doing all that anyway. So that that was kind of that was very long winded. I feel like I could have probably (laughs) tightened that up a bit, but I just I find it all very interesting and how you know how you quote unquote get away with stuff like that. And Oliver North, I think, is still like a he's alive. I think he's a correspondent on Fox News. Wow. He I mean it's it's He's well, but he's still hailed as a hero. Well, right, I, right. I mean, at that point, Reagan's approval rating dropped to like, gosh, I want to say it was like in the low forties or below forty percent. But by the time he actually left office, yeah, he was back up. he was back up to like sixty eight percent. Yeah, which also I was hoping Gavin was here because I'm pretty sure this is episode sixty nine. <sighs> right, that's why I was hoping Gavin would be here. Nice. Anyway. Uh it just reminded me of like all the uh, all I kept thinking about was the whitest kid sketch of uh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Which one? It's like the it's got the pop up video like subtitles like below <laughs> it or whatever. Yeah. Or he's like uh, he's like I want to name it Star Wars or something. And he's like oh my god he actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, gotta prove it's beyond a reasonable doubt. And well, I don't know, man. It's it was just bonkers. I d- I listen to a lot of American history, but I love I love like a comedian's version of American history. Yeah. Just because I like to laugh. I mean, yeah, so. you kinda had to break it up a little bit. Oh yeah, because it's it's a lot of heavy information. Yeah. And like, uh, well, I mean, a lot of times you're getting pissed about it. Yeah. And like so it helps to have, you know, somebody make a joke in between. Oh, absolutely. And it's I mean and I and you can tell like on the doll if they feel it. When it's yeah, like, man, this is a heavy episode. It's like, <laughs> I love when Gareth is sometimes is like, "Where am I supposed to make the joke, Dave?" That's like kind of my what's, when he has to what's do the that. joke supposed to be? <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that uh, everybody should know a little bit about the Iran Contra affair because I find it fascinating. Because I also I was also big into like presidents in history when I got out of school because I really felt there was something wrong. And I remember watching a PBS documentary with Hannah. And it was about um, like Martin Luther King, and uh, basically everything that was happening in the South at that time. And I'm like, do you, do you remember learning this? <laughs> Something seems wrong. Yeah, no, I'm like, big into like government conspiracies. So like, yeah, I was uh, I was eating that up. 
yeah. So that that's that one's really good. I I highly suggest people go. F- I mean, you could just go on to like any podcasting thing and just type in a Ron Contra. There's a there's a bunch of there's like a bunch sure, of yeah. uh, podcasts out there who have covered it. I just think the dollop was a lot more fun because it had Patton Oswalt and I love him. Uh, but I also have like the PBS. Uh, it's like a eight DVD box set of some presidents. I didn't get all of them. But I got some of the ones I wanted to know more about. Like I love Teddy Roosevelt. I I think he's a super interesting guy. I and it's like the the more you learn about him as it goes, like his whole presidency and stuff, and just his life. Yeah, so interesting. And that how many speeches he gave on one campaign that wasn't even for him, <laughs> where he made so many stops, and, and he's such a prolific speaker and stuff. There's Excuse me. There's stuff like that out there that's I, I think American history we need to know. I I don't know when I can start kind of showing my kids real American history and being like this stuff happened, and it's it's important for you to know. Um, but I also don't want to so distru- distrust in them so young. But yeah, I, it's one of those things like I want you to question things, but I also don't want you to outright never trust anything. Man, that's tough. I don't. I never thought about that. Like, yeah. if I had kids, like, what would I tell them about the government? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because you, you can't just start spouting conspiracies no, you at your can't, kids. You can't make them crazy. You, you know, can't like I so mean, when, early in life. You know, when like things, <laughs> oh, gosh, when like January sixth happened, and yeah, when there were when riots happened, when all of these like when when police commit crimes, basically, and it's in the news it's hard to explain that to them because they only learn that they need to trust police officers. And you know what? Some, yeah. Some police officers. And I mean, can't. and you do like, like yeah. you have to, you know, I mean. exactly. And you have to, I mean, it's, we're, we're very forward thinking in, in trying to discuss, cause I mean, my kids aren't even close to driving age or anything, but I talk to them about traffic laws and stuff while we're in the car all the time and about getting pulled over and how you act and yep. what you do and all of this, no matter what, but I can't imagine, uh, you know, being a black man in, in a, you have to learn so much more. Yeah. You have to be way more careful. And I just, I've always just felt, you know, awful for that. And then you, then you start learning things, even just from PBS where it's just like, they didn't teach us any of this. I know I went to a white school, but <laughs> boy, howdy, I, I, I feel worse now. <laughs> you know, you know how you went to, you no, know, you can tell how you can tell you went to a white school. Hmm. You just said, boy, howdy, <laughs> boy, howdy. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, I know Aaron, and yeah, I I understand, but I mean, it's I I, I don't know. So okay, I know, uh, yeah, no, yeah. There's just a lot. I'm not gonna try to sway you, Aaron, but like I'm, no I'm just saying, like no way. I feel like at some point in your life, you kind of have to, like, yeah, you're you're you know like dying on the street because you got shot or something. Mm. Kind of. Kind of have to call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not first. You you, know, you want to kind of get that taken care of, but <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, I highly suggest people go out there and kind of look up around country because there's there's just some it's some crazy inter like interesting stuff. Oh, fair enough, Aaron. So, <laughs> yeah, fair enough, Aaron. So, um, did you have anything that we need to learn, Tim? Do you want to add to that? I'm sorry, I I talked. For a good half hour. I mean, I don't have anything <laughs> profound <laughs> like that, you know. Uh, well, I think we need to lighten it up, don't we? I, I learned that Detroit is actually a pretty cool city. <laughs> you know what? I I've always wanted to go up there to the the because Sheckler does that um, Red Bull contest in Des- in Detroit, where it's like it's a skateboarding contest, but it starts like kind of at the top, and you have to hit these different things as you're going down, and then the fi- there's a final obstacle at the end. I really am like, oh, I want to go to Detroit to see that because mm-hmm. the only ver- like v- like version in my head of Detroit is RoboCop. Yeah. So <laughs> and like you know, great. I mean, it gets a bad rap. I don't know, just from yeah. your life, you're like, hey, I shouldn't go to Detroit. Yeah. I'm gonna get shot. You yeah. know. Uh, but no, I mean, it it was fine. Like we walked everywhere. Nice. Our uh, our hotel was like it was a Hollywood casino and oh, a ho- okay. and a hotel as well. So uh, I mean, I think. But they have sports betting, so I did actually spend like like fifty bucks. Did you learn? Did you win anything? No, I didn't win anything. Oh, no. come on! Uh, but sports betting would. They be gave thing. us like ten dollars in free like cash with the room, and like that's literally all we spent besides my my sports bet. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So it wasn't bad, but then it was pretty cool. 
Um, they just got they have a ton of stuff just like in that one area that's really cool in the downtown area. Yeah, yeah. They got a they got a bunch, and of it's all within like pretty pretty well within walking distance. Like it wasn't awesome. a bad walk at all. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was like I was pretty happy. Yeah, I think I think the trip that I would make is for the if they do the, if they continue doing that Red Bull downhill challenge thing that they did there. I'd love to get there to see that. I think it's super cool. Also, like. It's like it's, I didn't realize it's closer than Cincinnati is. It's like two hours and forty five minutes. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, I did not realize. I that didn't at either. All. Like, and it's not bad. I mean, it's like thirty, you know, thirty to seventy five or whatever. Thirty really? is the worst of it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think anybody who lives around here knows thirty is the worst of it. Jeez. But yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Who did you see? Gaslight uh, Anthem. Went to see Gaslight Anthem. Nice. Which they were they killed it. They were awesome. That's fun. Cool. All right, so I got I got a fun three dumb things. I'm excited. I don't remember what button it is. I hope it's this. Ha! Nice. <laughs> All right, man. So my three dumb things this week: soundtracks that I feel are better than the movie. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, I know. I know y'all out there have got to have somewhere you're like this soundtrack is fire. But this I've got one uh, off the top of my head. But you can go ahead with yours. All right, so number three. Let me bring these up over here so we can look at them. Uh, number three is Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, that's the first, down, yeah. the first Resident Evil. Because this is also back when um, they did, like, they would take good, like, good, like, metal songs and stuff. But then they would do like remixes. Put it on the thing. Oh, I didn't. I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought I had. I'm sorry. I was, everybody can look at this now. There we go. So Resident Evil, obviously. So you had My Plague, which I was bummed. That that's the name of the game. Yeah. <laughs> that was in this one. I forget, I'm trying to remember. That's what in a lot. The whole, a like, lot. It's that, in everything. So yeah, this came out in 2002. It ha- on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 35 percent critic st- critic score yeah. and a 67 percent audience score, which I thought was I'm like, wow, that's cool. Because I remember when it came out, I'm like, this movie is trash. What's the audience score? Uh, 67. And like what is, is that? Just like oh, it's fans. It's fans. Oh, okay. I'm stupid. The critic right. score is like. Oh no! Um, I, okay, I didn't hear yeah. you say the first part. I thought yeah, that sorry. was like both. Yeah. Okay. So right. it has my plague, the new abuse mix, which I love. The fight song Slipknot remix. So that was the I love the fight song because that was the song for oh, it's Invasion. Got dig. Yeah, it does. Dig. Something song. Uh, something told me by Cold Chamber. Name of the game by the Crystal Method, which is a great music video, by the way. It's the guy with the nose for the head. Yep, remember that? It's great. Well, Crystal, yeah, Crystal Methods. It had Edema on there, Fear really Factory, good videos. Static X, because this is this is also the time when they uh, did like crossovers, like 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 the fight song with Slipknot. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Depeche Mode, Romstein, Mudvayne, Method Man. They, this had a great soundtrack. Also, this just this just like speaks to you. <laughs> I mean, it kind of <laughs> does. Like this is all this you. Is a, like right here. Right. Uh, this is high school era where, you know, that's that's big when you're going to um uh the movies a lot. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of that and that's back then we went to the CD store and they're like, "Man, this movie was awesome. It had some good songs in it. I'm going to go buy the soundtrack." Aaron in chat mentions uh Joe Dirt. I don't remember Joe Dirt's soundtrack. To I don't be either. I know. Uh, we'll look it up. We'll look it. I up. know there's a. Uh, is it Joe Diffie? No, that's a country guy. Joe Walsh, I think. I think. Yeah. Joe Walsh. Life of Illusion is in there, maybe. Probably. I don't know. I assume. I can't remember. I've, it's been a really long time since I've seen Joe Dirt. All right, number two, Batman and Robin soundtrack. That's a fire soundtrack, man. It is, man. I had a Batman and Robin poster in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, same. I had Alicia Silverstone on my wall. I had all four. Bat, of, I had all girl. four of them. Oh man! Like I, it was, yeah, it was Arnold. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like that movie, The Corners or whatever. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so that one, a twelve percent critic score and sixteen percent <laughs> audience tracks. score. Oh, wrong, wrong song. Aaron says it's life's been good. Uh, of <laughs> okay. course, it right. had to be life's been good. <laughs> but yeah, this I remember this one specifically. I still have it over there because it's not on Spotify anymore. But this started with the end is the beginning is the end by Smashing Pumpkins, and it ends with the beginning is the end is the beginning. Yeah, that's awesome. I thought that was so cool that they did that. But then, but also you're aiming the bar very low, you know? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but this also had like one of my favorite Bone Thug song that look into my eyes. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Um, Foolish Games, Jewel, good tune. Yeah, 
thought that was good. I think that I was like one. Jewel. I do too. I Not gonna lie. Great. I think she's great. Soul coughing. There's there's some good stuff in there. That yeah, Lazy Eye, great song. It's a great song. I like that stuff. That Gotham City by R. Kelly. He, he, they they brought him back after uh, forever. R.I.P. He might as well be dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known that was coming. <laughs> All right, my number one. This is the best soundtrack ever, man. Queen of the Damn soundtrack, because this was the one that had everybody like posting up with well, I've got had, I've got a few in my head right now, actually. It's but here's the thing, is like this is where it was this was Wayne Static. This wasn't Static X. This was a Wayne Static. Headstrong? It had yeah, well that's headstrong. I know, by I know. Yeah. The earshot, earshot yeah. But David Draymond change this, in the house of lies. Yes, this is an amazing soundtrack. Guys. Yeah, because then it, it not only has a Wayne Static song on here, it also has a Static X song on here. Nice. It has David Draymond, but he also had a Disturbed song on here. This is a great Dead Cell is a great song by Papa Roach. Not a huge mm. fan of Papa Roach, but they have some good songs. Yeah, they that. used to. Like, oh, that's the other one that had the Chester Bennington song. I love that song. Before I found out how much of a Idiot he is. I don't like him. I'm <laughs> not a fan of his. No. Uh, but a kidney thief. Oh, that's funny. He was on a he was on a soundtrack with Static X. Hmm. Jerk. Yeah. He was. Uh, Dry Cell was on that. Dude, this is a great soundtrack. So yeah, I I know you all out there probably have. You can think of some. Tim, where are you thinking some off the top? Spider Man Two. Oh, good one. I, I like the movie that. is great. The soundtrack might be even better. Yeah. It's got Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional. Um, Hold On by Jet. It's a great song. Vindicated, there you go. Oh, this photograph is Proof by Taking Back Sunday. Hell yeah. That was a, yeah, good soundtrack. Give It Up. Smile Empty Soul. Love that, love that song. Switchfoot. The, that Atari song is really good. Lost Profits, that song is really good, too. Um, their yeah. lead singer is in oh, jail. Oh, I hate him. Though. He should so, be yeah. with them. I can't. Like, I won't listen to yeah. Lost Profits anymore. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do. <laughs> oh, just disgusting. But, yeah, that's a good one. Good, good choice, Tim. Twilight. I don't, I don't know what was on Twilight. It's honestly just for the one Paramore song that's on there that's really good. Okay. <laughs> that Decode song. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I like... I like that three dumb things. I think I'm going to do once we got the Discord going and stuff. I think I'm going to do the. Uh, I'll go through all three of these albums on the Discord and play yeah. them and just kind of do like. But look at Joe Dirt real quick. <laughs> I'm interested. Oh, okay, got it. Hold on. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Dirt soundtrack. Oops, Joe Dirty. Joe Dirt soundtrack. Guy likes to see homos naked. I'm okay. none. All right, there we go. <laughs> bring this back up. All right, so we oh, got a whole Sweet lot, of, yeah. Goodness that's kind of what I expect from a Sweet Home Alabama, Walk yeah. on Water, Eddie Money. I love Eddie Money. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna disagree, Rock Aaron. Turnover, I think the movie is better. <laughs> not yeah, that the music, fever. not that this music is bad. I'm just saying. China Grove is the best Doobie Brothers song. Just yeah, putting that out there. Burning for You is uh, good. Yep, that is a great soundtrack. Yeah, love you, Cheap, cheap Trick, dude. Want my love? I love Cheap. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good pick, Aaron. All right. So from there, what did I have? Oh, we got Dummy's picks next. Sweet. Let's get uh, let's get banned from Twitch. <laughs> I love movies. Gosh, I love movies. We need to watch this movie. It's like, oh, should I come over to your house and watch <laughs> it on standard def DVD? Yes. <laughs> Do you think Shaq got rich playing in Orlando? No, he got rich playing in college. Everybody knows that. The Mystery Science Theater 3000 yeah. movie. Starring has-beens and never was it. <laughs> With Bob Marley and Prince. Well, I've been watching The Simpsons, like, nonstop. Oh, this is the worst day of my life. The worst day of your life so far. I like to uh, introduce a little bit of older music and kind of work my way up. Like hotel okay. books, specifically. This is, called, this is called Quick Little Freestyle. I don't actually know if this is any good, but we'll go for it. Oh, yeah, they just re-released this for probably the 10,000th time. The Revolver album from the, Ble from the Beatles. This one's Taxman. It's, I, can, I can tell by 
how it was a hit. Kind of like as soon as my kids will start singing along and stop paying attention to what they were doing and paying yeah. attention to the song. It's very poppy. It is. It's a great, but it, the, the lyrics are fun too. Um, I mean, you know, it's one for you, 19 for me. It's, I mean, it's. I mean, it's any, anytime you get people riled up about taxes, it's yeah. probably a good thing, you know? Pretty easy. I'm, br- I'm going to make a song about taxes. You probably be a could. Hit. We need a hit. We need a hit on this channel, bud. <laughs> so yeah, that one. Go check out "Tax Man" by the Believe by the Beatles. If you hadn't before, it's it's worth listening. The, the, I think what did I say it was? Is that the Rubber Soul album or Revolver? They're like, wait a second. Yeah, I don't like taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but from there, uh, another great song that just who's the Honey Brains now? <laughs> <laughs> honey Brains just came out a little while ago. Royal Blood tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of that. And, uh, oh, music is allowed to hear us. Sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Nope. 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 So, the, uh, but, uh, Honey Brains came out a little while ago. I just keep forgetting to bring it up on the show. But Royal Blood's new stuff is just popping off like it should. Um, I'm a big fan of this. I'm glad, I'm glad they have some stuff coming out this year. But, uh, the last two I had, uh, you need to hear um, the Blue Stones had two songs come out. If they have another album come out this year, I'll blow my mind because they had one come out last year. And um, so they had one that was Don't Miss. That's a good song. But the one you guys need to go listen to is called Good Ideas by the Blue Stones. You're going to listen to a little bit of it here until we get kicked off Twitch. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to Twitch. Maybe we are. song uh, it's it's been one stuck in my head for days the blue stones whatever it's called good I- was it good ideas i don't remember now i kind of switched back over here it's good ideas yeah <laughs> but yeah they have another one called don't miss it's also really good uh, but yeah those are the main ones i've been checking i've been listening to a bunch of other stuff there's like on thank you spotify obviously for making me amazing mixes uh, they made a CKY mix for me, and man, that that whole mix is fire. I love it. It's good stuff. But sorry, Tim, I didn't even. Uh, oh, you're good. I actually don't even really have that much. Don't have no. that much. Okay. No. Well, that makes that easy then. So, other things I had, uh, Rick and Morty. I've been checking out the new season. Nice. It's really good. I, I, a lot of people like get super critiquey. When it comes to Rick and they Morty. do. It's a very like touchy subject. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Why can't you just enjoy it for what it is? I don't quite understand that, but I, I'm really enjoying it. I love the themes that they're you know going going with, and I don't know the characters are fun. I just think it's interesting. So yeah, leave them alone. Leave leave Rick and Morty alone. Leave them alone. Uh, they announced uh, the date that season two of Gangs of London is coming. I know I'm the only one who cares. <laughs> But Gareth Ren- Gareth Reynolds is still not Gareth Reynolds. He's the Edwards? comedian. I tell you. So Gareth Ed- Gareth yeah, yeah. Edwards uh, is going to produce it all. But the guy who did three episodes is going to direct the whole thing, and he directed my favorite episode of the last season. So I'm I'm all in. Let's go. It's if you haven't watched it, you have to watch it on AMC Plus. I bought the Blu-ray because I wasn't buying AMC Plus. If you can. If it's still on AMC Plus, go get their free one month deal and watch Gangs of London because it's that good. It's oh, it's so good. Um, then watch. I haven't got completely caught up, but Archer's new season was out, which because I'm pretty, I, I thought they were going to be done, but again, it's Archer. It's fun. It's a great, 
Yeah. Great show. I'll keep watching it. Uh, did you see the Last of Us trailer? Um, HBO, no, I HBO did not actually. I trailer. heard about it, but yeah. I have a theory on the Last Aaron of says Us. His wife likes Kings of London. What really? There you go. I I got a new best friend. Aaron in chat. <laughs> his <laughs> wife likes Kings of London. For Yay. everybody else listening here. You're right. Yeah, who's <laughs> not on Twitch? Sorry, but um, the uh, so Last of Us. If you haven't played the game. It's basically a story of what happens if, you know, it's a zombie type story, but the story is really about, um, like, you know, I, I, if, if the show's coming out and nobody played the game, I guess I don't want to spoil it. From what I've all. heard, it kind of looks exactly it like does. <laughs> the game. It does. So. It looks almost identical, and Pedro Pascal's in it. Who's the girl that plays Ellie? I think she's from Game of Thrones. I'm okay. not exactly sure what her name is, but. I couldn't really, re- well, I didn't really watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know. Um... But anyway, uh, it's it's good. I do have a theory on it. Maybe after that comes out, we'll have a big deep dive into my theory on it because I, I really think that it, it could have ended different if they did something. I just don't specific. know. I mean, I'm excited about it just because like, it's something I can watch and I don't have to play. Cause yeah, because Tim gets so skilled. Yeah. I'm but, a Wade. <laughs> but like, why did you need it? You know, like, is it really going to be an improvement over the game? I don't think it's going to be an improvement over the game. Um, I think it's going to, it's just going to bring a new audience to it. Yeah. Because there's people who don't have a PlayStation and there's people who are True. Just not going to play the game who maybe have a PlayStation. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're, they're going to reach that audience and I, it's going to do big numbers because the people who, who played it are probably going to watch it. They're not going to be like, I'm not going to watch this. But yeah, I, I can imagine they're because a lot of people might watch it just. I think they'll still it. check it out. Yeah. even if they have played it. I mean, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, I think I will. But um, I'm interested. the The trailer they did a good job. I thought the trailer didn't give away a ton, but you had kind of an idea of what was going on. So I'm like, okay, I could see if nobody knew what this was, they could get into it. So. Um, the, uh, I, I just wrote down a couple new podcasts that I've been listening to that I thought everybody should check out. I, I don't think Tim would, you do this thing like when you hear something, you don't, you can't just take it for what it is right when you hear it. Yeah. You get super critical. Yeah, I it. do. Like <laughs> this, this podcast called Cinephobe. Cinephobe. I've listened to that. Have you? Th- Zach, Zach Harper? I think, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, really, because Amin is on Dan Lebitard show, and I okay. uh, I like Dan Lebitard show a lot. Okay, yeah, but I am really into it. I I've, I've listened to several. <laughs> What's <episodes>. cinephobe? <laughs> it's like a long joke on uh, Lebitard. Is it? Oh, every that? time they say and mention anything about cin- cinephobe, he <laughs> goes into the long like yeah. ex- explanation of what the podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I it is, it's good. I like the way that because. There's a lot of when they're talking about the movie. There's parts where they kind of acted out, mm. and it's it's just fun. I think it's cool. I, I, it's it took a little bit to get into it. I'm like, because I remember like the first time I listened to an episode, I'm like, do they seriously have three intros? <laughs> they have like three intro songs yeah. they play, and but but they're all good. And they're now they're all stuck in my head. They're hilarious. So I like well, that. Maybe they didn't get a fair shake. <laughs> uh, Rivals is another one I've been listening to. It's, I found it on Spotify. But it's these two guys who do a deep dive into like music's best rivalries. Like, like hmm. they had a four-part cool. episode on Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. <laughs> they had a three-part episode on the Eagles. <laughs> they do a really good deep dive. Oh, uh, please into tell it. me they did Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they have a several-part episode on Fleetwood Mac. But nice. it's, they're they're not long either. They're not long. They're they're good chunks that you know you can just kind of throw on, and it's good information. I I enjoy it immensely. I've gone through and listened to a lot of the things. Let's that check I, that out. Yeah, that one's good. It's called Rivals. It's two guys. Um, I can't remember their names off the top of my head now. But I've also completely caught up on No Accounting for Taste with uh, Kyle Kinane and Shane Torres. I really like that podcast. I think people should listen to that, too, just because it's... I'll uh, listen if it's like a topic I think I'll like. Oh, I, I listen to everyone. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Or I think that it'll be funny or whatever. But Oh, on the newest... Uh, the newest all fantasy everything. Matt Bronger was on it. Nice. And they did fictional bosses. <laughs> it was good. It was a good one. Um, and then Dumb People Town. I don't know if I ever told you about that one. Mm-hmm. That one's also really good. 
I think is is that a Zach, is that a Zach Harper joint too? I don't remember who the other guy. No, that's Dan so. Dan somebody. Dan somebody. I don't remember. So but it, but it's got the Sklar brothers in it too. Oh. You don't like them? Not particularly. Oh, no. I like their I think they're funny. But Dumb People Town's really funny. Like uh reader or like people who listen to it, they'll send in a uh a really dumb, you know, thing that happened in a news story in their town or something and they'll they'll read it and they always have comedians on. It's good bronger was on that recently too nice but that was good so those are all my check them outs hell yeah uh check them outs did i sam (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. wrong podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) again wrong podcast yeah um (laughs) (laughs) we're doing great (laughs) did i i don't know if i mentioned barbarian on here you mentioned it did you go see it yeah it was amazing was it oh my gosh like I was so, I was so proud. It sounds weird to say, but like, yeah, like, you know, like. Well, we're pulling because technically, I don't know, I don't know Zach. Yeah. For those that follow or have listened to this podcast, we know who know that we are huge fans of Whitest Kids. You know, who uh, Zach Krager was uh, a part of, and he's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, he actually created the movie, wrote and directed barbarian um yeah go see it definitely if you're a fan of scary movies i know you are not but uh i won't see it but you want to go in like absolutely cold because uh you won't you won't not that that you'll guess what happens in it but like i watched the trailer it looked interesting it is it's very very good i want to see it again um that's cool yeah i was just very very impressed with it um what else Oh, I mean, like, you're watching the Dahmer documentary like everybody else is, but... I didn't I didn't care enough. It's fine. I mean... You're watching Dahmer, I'm watching the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> That's what we do around here. Two Americas. That, yeah. <laughs> that Great British Bake Off and the new season of uh, The Floor is Lava. Yeah, we need to watch that. We haven't watched the new one yet. We watched We, we started two. the new one. That, that's weird because, like, they literally just came out with season two. Yeah. And, like... And it was like what three episodes? Yeah. So it it was very strange, but yeah, enjoy that uh, as well as as a family. You know, we watch those things as they like the Great British Bake Off, so we all watch. Yeah, that's that's kind of how all that happens. But then I'm usually down here like editing or figuring stuff out, so I don't watch too much. And then I've been running. I go through phases of like TV shows, Mm. (laughs) like and kind of reminded me of that fact today. She's just like, there's like phases of your TV shows that, that some of them I can tolerate and some of them I absolutely like, I, I'm, I'm absolutely like, I hate it when you, when you go through that phase. Um, what, what phase does she hate now? Uh, well, she, this one is actually one that she, she can tolerate ish. Um, it, uh, where I'm in, I'm rewatching community um, oh, okay. based on the news of the, the movie coming out. So, oh yeah, I forgot they're doing yep. a movie. Six yeah. seasons in a movie. And then, <laughs> But yeah, ones that she actually hate, that absolutely hates is workaholics. Uh, oh, she can't stand workaholics. Uh, I could see it. my well, Hannah can't stand <laughs> much of what I watch, but Same. I love workaholics. Um, and one she actually does like is the league. So, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that that's the thing I could never get. If I go into a phase of that, she'll be like, "Hey, cool." <laughs> <laughs> or how I met your mother. She likes how I met your mother. I won't watch that again. I just hmm. watched it what it was on, and it's just like I. I have no desire to go back to it. I don't think it's that great. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was funny, though. She's just like, yeah, there's some that absolutely... There's phases of TV shows that you go through, and I absolutely hate it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, Not that so, I'm going to stop going through those phases. Well, no. No one expects <laughs> you to. But I got to remember the button for this, too. I don't have a dad voice, but I do have a... Teach me something! Boom. Sorry, I didn't have a dad voice for this one. I couldn't... Couldn't come up with one off the top of my head. I will next time, I promise. Uh, so, Tim. Yeah. Did you know motion sickness is caused by your brain's inability to coordinate with your eyes, causing your body to believe something toxic is destroying your nerve tissue, a.k.a. Huh. being poisoned, and vomiting to get the poison out? Interesting. Mm. I did not know that. Well, now you do. <laughs> Fun. Shoutouts. Patreon to subscribers. We got the Average AF Podcast, Nerd Overload Podcast, Jarrett Ramey, Tony Means, Mike Kovacic, Nate Collins, Greener Grass Podcast, and Leah Corto. Yeah, boom, nailed it. Woo! Because I didn't have those last ones on here. See? See? 
<laughs> uh, if you were on the video, you could see that. Uh, you can visit uh, uh, com for any of the Teach a Dummy merch. Uh, you can just search Teach a Dummy and it comes up. That's how I find it when I want to find something. Uh, and pro- podcasts are spread by word of mouth. If you like what we do, please tell a friend. That's, that's your mission this week. If you're listening to this, tell one friend about the Teach a Dummy podcast. And we'll see what And the Elf's Tongue Podcast Network. And if you feel so inclined. Yes. Tell one friend about the Off the Tongue Podcast Network. All you gotta all you gotta do is go to Spotify, type in Off the Tongue Podcast Network, and all of us come up. Greener Grass Podcast, Average AF Podcast, Skate Mansfield, and the Teach a Dummy Podcast. I pointed wrongly. <laughs> go me. Uh if you like what we do, please tell a friend and make sure you subscribe. If you could do one thing this week, just be nice to someone. Anyone. Please and thank you. And also, tell a friend. And also tell a friend. <laughs> well, I guess that's a goodbye for me, BJ. That's a goodbye for me. I Tim. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>